Amen. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for yet another opportunity to visit with you. Your word is fire and life. You speak to our hearts, words of life. And even in this season of Thanksgiving, as we look to you, O oh God, and glean from your word to uh, live in accordance with your will, we ask that you speak words of life to us. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, I want to welcome you all. Thank you for joining us. What a delight, what a delight to be in God's house today. For the last three weeks, we've been looking at a series we've titled Living Thankfully. It's a, it's a series on maintaining an attitude of gratitude in all seasons. Uh, and we want to tune our hearts uh, to praise God. The Bible tells us in bad times and good times and even in the ugly seasons, in every season of our life, God says we ought to give God thanks. And so in part one, two weeks ago, we looked at Psalm 34 and we said this is the big idea. The wisdom key was this, that God really has big plans for our problems and that he really cares for us. Last week, we looked at Psalm 145. And we picked this up. This is the big idea from last, uh, last week's message. It says, when things are going well, we should be in a state of continual praise to Almighty God. Now, I want to encourage you that the messages are on our website. You can check it out on the church website. You can also go to my website, mikeproud.com, uh, and check it out. And uh, I want to encourage you in this season to really, really go back and listen to it over and over and over again. Uh, today, I want to speak with you about overflowing with thanksgiving the benefits of overflowing with thanksgiving uh, and let me begin with a letter a letter that i read a pastor received from from someone one of his parishioners and it goes like this it says dear pastor i am so tired of going through the motions in life nothing really excites me or energizes me anymore i've been in a slump for so long now and i don't know if i can get out of it it says, I, 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 and I don't like it one bit. I'm filled with a jumble of emotions. I'm frustrated. I'm bored. I'm unfulfilled. I turn to focus on what's wrong, and I can be cynical about everything. The bad news is that I take out my frustration on the people that I love the most, which is my family. Pastor, I need a major change in my life. Now, I, I believe that this letter represents how most people feel needing a radical change in life now i mean one of the things that you cannot change in life is the past but one thing that you can change that will influence your past is your attitude your mood and when you have a grateful mood when you have an, a thankful mood it changes everything in your life now, if I were to ask you this question, and if you can be honest with yourself, looking back at your life, if you could change something, if there's one thing that you could do differently, what will you be? What will you do? Now, perhaps you have a, 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 a number of things that are going through in your life. You're probably saying, well, if I could change this one thing, that will, hindsight being 2020, will really affect the way my life has gone, or will really affect my today, and tomorrow this will be this, or this, or this, or that. Well, here's an issue with, 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 with what I just asked you to think about and perhaps what you just did. That the problem is that you cannot change your past. You can undo what has happened. You cannot, there's nothing you can do about it. 
The past is over and gone with. But there's one thing that you can change that will affect your future. That if you want to be a better person today, if you want to be a better person a year from now, five years from now, you say, well, what is it I need to do? What are some of the things that I need to focus on? You see, things are going to be the same in your life or perhaps even regress for the worse if you are not intentional about certain things. You know, if you just live through the ebb and flow of events, what happens is, here's what happens in life. That when you stand still, you really are not standing still. You're drifting. And when you're drifting, where are you going? You're drifting. You're going away from where you want to go. Right? Life seems to be an uphill climb. You want to progress in life. You want to get ahead. And what happens when you are on top of a mountain and you stand still? Do you really stand still? No, you're going backward. And so if you and I are not intentional about certain things, we cannot move forward in life. Do you agree with that? Tell somebody, if you're not intentional about certain things, you cannot move forward in life. And there's one thing that the Bible tells us that if we're intentional about it, while we cannot change yesterday and yesteryear, we can influence today and tomorrow for the better. It is what? An attitude of gratitude. This is the big idea for our message today. Look at this. Every time we get together, I try to give you a big idea. And hone in on that because if you would tune out, my encouragement is get this in your heart, lock it in your spirit, and then if you want to tune out, you're welcome to do that. If you live here today and somebody asks, what was the message today? Everything we're going to talk about centers around this wisdom key. Read that with me. It's up on the screen and on, and on your sermon outline. It says this, I cannot change my past, but an attitude of gratitude will radically change my life today and in future. There's nothing I can do about what happened yesterday. Yesterday is gone. The past is in the past. But you own tomorrow. And the catalyst, the thing that will make a difference in your tomorrow, in your future, is when you have an attitude of gratitude. When you begin to look at life, it's like, wow, I've been blessed with life. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm thankful for every opportunity that I have. I am breathing today. Look at all the doors that God has opened for me now. Look at all what God is doing that I'm not even aware of. It is going to be good from here on. And rather than being mad or afraid or anxious or looking back at your life, what hasn't worked, what could have, should have, you look at life with great anticipation. With a heart of what? Gratitude. I can't change my past, but an attitude of gratitude will radically change my life today and future. And today what I want us to do is to develop some spiritual roots that will produce some great productive fruits in our lives. Something that in the next year, 3, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, if the Lord tires, the Lord gives you breath. And you say, look at what I did. I took some actions. And here's the outcome. With God on my side. In Colossians 2, 7. He says what? He says, sink your roots. And he says what? Sink your roots in him. And one thing you've got to notice about the Bible is, is that whenever you see the word and, the word and is a conjugant. The word and is influenced by what goes before or after that. It's what amplifies that. 
Sink your roots in him and build on him. So when I sink my roots in God, guess what? I am building not on shame, not on fear, not on environmental situations, but I'm building my life on what? God. So something is changing here. In the past, I was building my life based on my race, my age, my gender, my education, my background, my experiences, my community, who likes me or who hates me. He says, now it doesn't matter. When I sink my roots in the Lord, I'm not building on who? Tell somebody, build on God. Tell somebody, build on God. Build on who? So how do I do this? Now I understand that Sinking my roots means building on God. So how do I do that? It says what? Be strengthened by the faith that you were taught and over, overflow with what? Thanksgiving. So the, the, the strengthener, the game changer, the catalyst for amazing changes, blessing in my life comes when I have faith in God and I live my life overflowing with what? Help me what? Overflowing with what? Thanksgiving. Overflowing with what? As simple as it sounds, but it works. I live my life believing that God's going to make a way. And I do that with a heart of gratitude. Not with pain, not with stress, not with envy, not with jealousy, not with pride. Not with bitterness about everything that has happened in the past, but I'm looking ahead in life with gratitude, trusting in the Lord. <laughs> is, is anybody getting this message? I cannot change my past. But when I adapt a lifestyle of gratitude, it changes my today and the future of my life. Sink your roots in the Lord and be built on him, be strengthened by faith and overflow with thanksgiving. Circle the word overflow with thanksgiving. Overflow with thanksgiving. Now, today what I want to do is I want to give you four benefits of living a life of thanksgiving, living a life of radical gratitude. I mean, doing it with intentionality because that's what will cause you to bear fruit in every season. That's what God tells us. Amen. That when we do that, what, what, even in the heat, in the drought, we will always be overgreen. Faith in God plus what? A heart of what? gratitude you wake up in the morning even when you are sick you have a heart of what gratitude because it could be worse tell somebody close to you thank God because whatever you're going through it could be worse tell somebody thank God because whatever you're going through it could be what do you believe that so what are the benefits why should I overflow with thanksgiving which is the catalyst of this evergreen life you can take two people who have the same job, the same income, the same family, the same health structure, and one person is just bummed out, depressed, angry, and the other person is overflowing with joy in your life. And the, and the difference is that they are what? Grateful. They have a heart of what? Gratitude. I thank God for where I am today. And the person was everything in life is worried, stressed, fearful miserable and the other person you can even take the other person who doesn't have half of what they have and still they are living the abundant life marked by what gratitude 
So what the benefits, the first benefit is this, the first benefits of living a life of continuous uh, uh, gratitude, overflowing with thanksgiving, I just write this down, is that continuous gratitude keeps me in God's will. Repeat that after me. Continuous gratitude, that's what keeps me in God's will. That when you are living a lifestyle of thanksgiving, you have no doubt whether you are in God's will or not. Because God's will for you and I is to be what? Thankful in all situations. You know that you are in the center of God's will when you are living life of gratitude. Because God has done so much for your life that even if God doesn't bless you anymore for the rest of your life, you ought to thank God for so much. The plenty more that he's done for you. Amen. You can't thank God enough. You haven't thanked God enough for what he's done for you. If somebody were to do a fraction of what God has done for you, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be worshipping them. Like some people do. You're going to be literally what? Worshipping God for the rest of your life. And so, thanking God is what? Keeps me in God's will. Keeps me in the center of God's will. And you don't do it out of a duty but you do it out of a privilege you do it out of thanksgiving you do it because you are satisfied with what the lord has done for you look at what the bible tells us in first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 read that with me he says what give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus what is god's will for you what's god's will for you what is it that God is looking for you today every day that he gives you life? The air that you are breathing, you didn't pay for it. Your heart that is beating, you had nothing to do with that. Waking up this morning, if the enemy had his way, you will not be awake this morning. Give thanks to God in all circumstances, for this is God's will. He says, what does God want me to do? God wants me to live my life in thanksgiving in all situations, every situation, good, bad, or indifferent. I ought to give thanks in all, in, in all circumstances. Now, let me, let me break this down a little bit. Why can I give thanks in every situation? God doesn't say give, give thanks for all situations because there are some situations that you can't give thanks to God for. When there's rape going on, when there's kidnapping going on, when there's bullying going on, when there's evil going on, you don't say we thank God for evil. No, 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 no. He says thank God in all situations. How can we thank God in all situations? We can thank God in all situations because we know that in all situations, God is in control. Say that with me. God is in control. We can thank God in all situations because we know that God can bring good out of evil. We can thank God in all situations because we know that even when I make a bad mistake in my life, God can turn it around for good. Does anybody believe that? Even when tears running down my cheeks, I can say that God can use my difficult moments as moments of blessing in my life for his glory. Has anybody experienced a bad situation where the end was good? You didn't know how you were going to make it, but God brought you out stronger, wiser, and better. Some of you today are better today because of your problems. 
you are stronger and wiser today because of the hardships they thought they were going to bring you down but you are still standing can somebody say i'm still standing thank god almighty give thanks in all situations for god's will because god's in control because god can take all the evil that's happening in our lives and turn around for good we can thank god in all situations because we know no matter what happens god's never going to stop loving me when evil is present it doesn't mean that god has turned his back on me the God still loving me 24-7 for the rest of my life. Therefore, I can thank God in all situations. We can thank God in all situations because we know that we are going to live with God forever. That one day we're going to see Jesus face to face and he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you and there's a paradise with your name in heaven. Therefore, you can thank God whatever you're going through in life. You can thank God because you will never lose your salvation. It was purchased by the blood of Jesus. He says, I hold you in the palm of my hand and I'll deliver you blameless before the throne of God. We can thank God in all situations. It doesn't say thank God for everything. It says thank God in all things. My brother and my sister, this is radical gratitude. Radical gratitude puts you in God's will. The days ahead... Not everything is going to be bright and wonderful. You're going to have some good days and not so good days. When your car breaks down, you say, God, I just thank you that you're going to make a way out of this situation. When you lose your job, God, I just thank you. It is you who gave me this job. And when you close the door, I know you are able to open another door. When you can't pay a bill, God, it is you who helped me. Look at so much that you've given to me. I don't need half of what you've supplied. And now that I'm in a jam, I know you who have been my help in ages past. You helped me in this situation too. You thank God in all situations. And when you're doing that, my brother, my sister, Oh, what power you have, what faith it develops, what joy it produces in your life. And that's honorable to Almighty God. Look at, look at the next portion of Scripture in Psalm 50, verse 23. It says, when you're doing that, it says, giving thanks is a what? It's a sacrifice that truly honors who? Me. Giving thanks is a sacrifice that honors Almighty God. <laughs> you say, well, I honor God when I come to church and I listen to a message. Good. It's nothing wrong with that. It's good. But it says, in all situations in your life, when you give thanks to God, you are honoring Almighty God. You are being mindful that there is a mover and shaker in your life. You are acknowledging that your life is not your own. You belong to who? Almighty God. And it's a, a sacrifice unto Almighty God. It says, God, here am I own. I'm thanking you for who you are. I'm thanking you. Giving thanks is a sacrifice, it's a worship that honors Almighty God. And my brother and my sister, this is what we need to learn in this season. See, while others are thinking of a divorce this season because their marriages haven't gone well, while others are thinking of quitting their job, while others are thinking of being depressed, while others are thinking of everything that they've lost in this season of their life, God says, why don't you lift your heart and give me thanks? And when you do that, what? you are what? honoring me. And what happens when you honor God? I mean, are you on the right side of God when you're honoring him? Giving thanks, honest Almighty God. You're giving thanks. 
You're honoring God by giving thanks because God's wiser than you. You're giving thanks because His wisdom is greater. You are giving thanks because God's consistent even when you are in inconsistent. You're giving thanks because He's a loving God. You're giving thanks for His mercy. You're giving thanks for His faithfulness. You tell God, I thank you, God, even when I don't understand what's going on. I know that you have my best interest at heart. I thank God for who you are. And God is saying, I want you to live beyond what you see with your eyes. Faith is the evidence of things not seen, is the assurance of things hopeful. I want you to live by faith and not by sight. And thank God for what he's done and thank God for what he's doing that you do not even know. And do it consistently. Now this is important. How is this better for you? Even the medical profession, the medical world tells us that, that, what, what, that many, many reports tell us that gratitude is the most healthiest human emotion that, that ever is. Gratitude. Now, the more grateful you are in life, the more healthier you will be. Tell somebody close to you. The more grateful you are, the more healthier you could be. Do you believe that you can make yourself sick by just being mad, frustrated, bitter, unforgiving? You can literally make yourself sick by having an ungrateful attitude. Right? So one benefit, one benefit of, of living a lifestyle of overflowing with thanksgiving is that it keeps me in God's will. This is a second, this is a second. It's this. It's this. The continuous gratitude makes me what? Better. And I what? Better. One more time. Continuous gratitude makes me what? Better and not better. Now we need this particularly when times are tough. We need to remind ourselves particularly this. It's because we can, we can take ourselves from a frying pan situation to a fire situation right things are bad but we can make it worse by being ungrateful now do you believe that so sometimes it's not that things are bad in your life it's because you have a wrong outlook now have you ever had, had somebody tell you their problems and you look at them and you are aghast that's it this is it Really? My brother and my sister, I mean, all the problems that you have, you could give all your problems to somebody and they'll be dancing for joy. They'll be so happy. Because others are going through far more worse situations than you're going through. The stuff that you can't sleep with, the stuff that you can't handle, the stuff that is bugging you. A heart of gratitude will make you a better person and not what? A better person in life. Because every one of us in life, we need this message because we need this point because there's, we have every reason to be bitter. We have, now, I, I shouldn't say every reason. We have every excuse to be bitter. Let me try it again. We have every excuse to be bitter because we've all been hurt. We have all had difficulties. And everything hasn't worked out perfect. That's such as life, the way everybody wanted it to be. And so we could be bitter. You have every reason, every excuse, see, that you can line up 25, 30, 40, 50 reasons why you're just not going to be happy for the rest of your life. But that's not what's God, God's will for you. 
whoever has wronged you, whoever has hurt you, whoever has hurt you, you got to let it go. You got to do what? Let it go. You need to forgive them because that's where your healing starts. You're not letting them go because they deserve it. You're letting them go because God has forgiven you and therefore you want to forgive them for what God has done for you. You got to let them go because you need a clean slate to be able to move forward in life. You got to let them go or else you'll be carrying yesterday's problems into today and in future. You're messing up today for what hasn't happened today. Nothing has happened wrong today. But the reason somebody is miserable is because of what happened last month, last week, last year, five years ago. You says, what about today? What about today? Well, I don't want to talk about today. I want to talk about what last week. Well, last week is gone. Do you realize that today's date is so and so and so? You are messing up today with... Uh, problems that happened in the past and you gotta let go so you can live and breathe today tell somebody you gotta let go of yesterday's problems so you can live today and gratitude makes me a better person not a bitter person because in life we can all find excuses to be better gratitude helps build a better relationship a deeper relationship between you and almighty god we talked about it is the will of god and honors god but not only between you and god gratitude helps you build a better relationship between you and others you see if you're not grateful for the people god has put in your life you're going to be nonchalant about them and you can't enjoy them the bible says two is better than one the people that God has put in your life for your enjoyment. Tell somebody close to you. They are people that God has put in your life for your what? Enjoyment. But as human beings, we're all not perfect. So even your pastor now who is really sharing great words to you, you can look at me and say, I'm a pain in the neck. Therefore, I'm just not, I'm, I don't like Pastor Mike. Fine, you don't have to like me. Right? But if you want to really have a good relationship, you need to learn to enjoy people. And you enjoy people by being thankful that they are mindful, being thankful that they are in your life, being thankful that they are there for a good reason in your life. Is that pretty clear? That God has put certain people in your life for good reasons. Now, they're not there to solve all your problems. They're not there to spoon food you 24-7. They're there for a specific good reason. And you ought to thank them for the reason why God has put them in your life. Thank God for your kids. Thank God for your family, your spouse. Thank God for your job. Your co-workers who are there to help make things a little bit better for you. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Gratitude makes you what? A better person and not what? A bitter person. Because without gratitude, you're going to be nitpicking on everything that is not right. My, my, my wife, my husband, he snores too much. That's it? You don't see every good thing that God is doing in the life of that person for you. God is using this person as an instrument, a tool of blessing in your life. I mean, it's, uh, glory to God. Gra gratitude makes me a better person and a better person and enhances relationship. Look at this amazing portion of scripture. Look at this. 1 Thessalonians 5.11. 1 Thessalonians 5.11. It says what? It says what? Encourage one another and what? 
build each other up. Now we said a moment ago that when in the Bible and in, in, you know and in uh, the word "and" is a conjugate. The word "and" influences what's before after. It amplifies that. It clarifies that. And so, how do you build each other up? By what? Do you build each other? Do you, do you build somebody up by criticizing them? <laughs> you build somebody up by knocking them down by blaming them you build one another by what encouraging them and gratitude is a tool of encouragement so number one the, the benefit for, for 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 overflowing with thanksgiving is what continuous gratitude keeps me in God's world number two continuous gratitude that's what makes me a better and not a better person there's a third thing also will be a big one that you want to take a heart of continuous gratitude that's what defeats it one more time continuous gratitude that's what <laughs> now, how many of you want to live a life of victory over the enemy? Me, 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 me. That a lifestyle of gratitude defeats the enemy. Now, how, now, how, how does it work? L let me explain that a little bit. The devil loves to mess up your life, right or wrong. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He's got your number. And what a devil wants you to do is to operate in a sandbox. The Bible says the works of the evil spirit are this. They are anger, jealousy, pride, envy, and all, all those things. So what the devil wants to, to get you to do is get you to be angry. The devil wants you to be irritated. The devil wants you to be depressed. The devil wants you to be discouraged. The devil wants you to be jealous. The devil wants you to be envious. The devil wants you to be greedy. The devil wants you to be lustful. Now all these things go away when you have a heart of gratitude. When you are thanking God for who you are and what he's done and what he's doing that you don't even know, you are not envious, you are not prideful, you are not angry. And guess what? You are fighting the devil. Because when you are angry, the devil can push you into his wind, push you into his vacuum. Hello? When you are greedy, it means that you're not satisfied with what God is doing in your life. When you're envious, it means that, guess what? You, you are just in, not in a good place. You, you, you don't really believe that God cares enough about you. And right now, God is cooking good things in your life. And so you are in a place of envy. The devil loves it when you are there. And he's what? Winding your emotions. Listen, the devil cannot do anything outside of you without your will. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. You have power. God says what? He says what? You can what? Resist the devil. You can cast out demons. You can tell devil depart from me you have a will that God says I've put everything under your feet but what the devil tries to do is get into your heart and your mind when you're mad the devil's got you when you're envious the devil's got you right when you are prideful the devil's got you the Bible says in Galatians 5 he said these are the works of the evil spirit but when you are grateful when you are living, you wake up in the morning and says, Wow, how did I get here? My job, I don't deserve it. There are people who are less than you, who have better health than you have right now, and they are dead and gone. Their medical report was a whole lot better than yours right now, and you are still alive. Some folk are sitting here, your classmates are no longer here. <laughs> 
But you wake up and you say, I'm grateful to God that opens up every good thing in your life. The devil cannot mess with anybody who is grateful, living a life of gratitude to Almighty God. So continuous gratitude defeats the devil. Continuous gratitude defeats the devil. What does Satan not like you to do? What Satan hates for you to do is to thank God. What Satan hates for you to do, and he can't stand it to hear you saying, God, I thank you. In spite of everything he's trying to do in your life, you are still giving God praise and glory. The purpose that he was working in your life is so you could curse God and turn your back on God. But the harder he has worked, it has drawn you closer into the arms of Jesus. And the devil hates it. And so your weapon against the enemy is what? Gratitude. Your weapon against the enemy is thanksgiving. Your weapon against the advances of the evil one is what? Gratitude. I will show you that in a moment. He cannot stand to hear you praise God. And so if he does something in your life and you thank God, it gets the devil off his game. You should be mad. You should be upset. You should be broken. You should be looking at everybody who lied on you, cheated on you, everybody who stabbed you in the back, everybody who took you for granted, and you ought to just do what? Do an eye for an eye. They did you. You ought to do them more. But what? Job is a classic example. He said, Job doesn't love you anymore. You take everything away from him and you curse you in the face. But the more... Job had pain. The more he was praising God, says, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. The devil, he says, that eye for eye, tooth for tooth, pain for pain, flesh for flesh, and a person will give up everything they have. A person will turn their back on you. Job said, naked I came, naked I shall depart. Everything I've got, God's given me. And God has taken away to God be the glory. Even though he slayed me, I was still trusting him. He said, what is this? What is this? How can they be loyal? Everything that I'm doing, your weapon against the enemy is thanksgiving. It's a heart of gratitude to Almighty God. Your defense against the enemy is thanksgiving. We are surrounded by the enemy. His weapon is lies. He's the father of all lies. His weapon is deceit. His weapon is delusion. His aim is the destruction of your, of your faith and your love. And not only is the enemy doing it externally, the enemy also has a co-conspirator. That co-conspirator is your desires. He comes and he tells you, oh, you should be better than you are. Oh, yes. You should have married so-and-so when they came and sat back on your door. Oh, yes, I shouldn't have married this person. The co-conspirator is the desires of our heart, and we kind of lock it in ourselves. But the thing that frees you up is when you thank God. <laughs> The thing that pushes back on the devil's advances is thanksgiving. The weapon that Satan and his sympathizer, the sympathizer of Satan is your old self. The thing that Satan cannot tolerate in your life is your thanksgiving to Almighty God. It's a song of thanks. My brother, my sister, let me persuade you from Scripture that God has appointed gratitude as one of the essential weapons to defeat the devil and to guard your soul. 
thanksgiving to Almighty God is what kindles in you a deep feeling that I belong to God. My eyes are on God. I'm grateful to God. I'm committed to God. I'm standing on the promises of Almighty God. God's giving you this tool to fight back and to push back against the enemy's weapons of worry and fear and anxiety and selfishness and pride and envy. These are the things that the devil uses to push you down. But gratitude is what guards your heart and can lift you back up. Let me give you this. Let me give you some examples in the scripture. Look at this. Look at Colossians 2, 6 to 8. You're going to love this. Colossians 2, 6 to 8. <laughs> it says what? Just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must what? Continue to follow. You must continue to follow him. It says, let your roots go deep down in him. Let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will be strong in the truth you were taught. And you will what? Overflow with thanksgiving. So what happens when you are following God and your faith is all lifted up and you are growing and built up in God through by, by virtue of thanksgiving? It says, here's what happens. It says, you will not get anyone to capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that comes from human thinking. Comes says, oh, you should have gone here. You should be doing this. You should go here. Even common sense, if it's not from God, it will derail your life. And when you are overflowing with thanksgiving and your faith is built and your hope is in the Lord, when someone tells you some things that God hasn't really moved your heart, he says, well, it, well, it may be good for you, but it's not good for me. You are not being captivated. You are not imprisoned by empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thoughts. And now look at this. Also, you are not captivated. You are not imprisoned by what? Spiritual powers of the world. Who are the spiritual powers of the world? Satan. Demons. The liar. The thief. <laughs> because you are what? Overflowing with thankfulness as you are continuing God. You say, I don't have it all. But I'm not going to use a crooked way to be able to have money. Satan, you are telling me that look at all these people who I grew up with, who are living in high places. I see them on Facebook. I see them on Instagram. And they look so flashy. Look at my classmates. They are looking nice in that bathing suit. Hey, they are driving that nice car. And look at me driving a Nissan. But somebody said you could use a Kululu way to be able to get that. He said, no, that is what? High-sounding nonsense. Say that with me. It's not my word. It's the Bible word. High-sounding what? Nonsense. You have the ability and the power to push back against things that will derail your life. Because you are, you are what? You are what? Overflowing with what? Thankfulness. And when the devil himself comes in and he wants to push you over. Push you over. <laughs> They're going to say, no way, Jose. I was tricked once, but I'm not tricking again. My loyalty with God, I don't want to do anything to dishonor my God. I am falling this time. Continuous gratitude defeats the devil. If you believe that, say amen. It defeats the devil. Let me give you one more and we'll pray. Continuous gratitude causes what? Miracles. I cannot change my past, but an attitude of gratitude will radically change my life today and in the future. 
And what are the benefits? Continuous gratitude keeps me in God's will. It makes me a better person, not a better person. It defeats the devil, tears us what? Continuous miracles. Continuous gratitude causes what? Mir How many of you want to have miracles in your life? Gratitude is the source of miracles in your life. Say that with me. Gratitude is the source of miracles in your life. Why? Because thanking God activates your faith. God wants you to live a life of thanking God in advance before you buy that house, before you get that job, before your healing comes. You thank God in advance before it happens. Now, when it happens, you just, you're telling the whole world what's already happened. Because your freedom comes from thanking God. The way that you shake loose mentally, emotionally, psychologically of what's holding you back is what thanking God. And God wants to give you freedom in your heart and your mind before you see the fruit of that. Listen, there are some problems you go through in life. It will never, it will never leave you. You're going to leave them behind on this earth. But God does never want you to be captivated by problems here on earth. He says, in this world you have problems, but you have overcome. We sang a song today, we have overcome because of the blood of the Lamb. Let, let me give you some scriptures to be able to really tie in with that. That gratitude, continuous gratitude, because I give God, give thanks to God in all situations. What it does is it, it's a, a glory to God. It's a begotter of miracles in your life. Look at what God says. Look at this. Look at Matthew eleven twenty four. We know this portion of scripture, right? Let's read that together. Therefore, I tell you, hey, whenever Jesus tells this, in the King James Version, he says, very, very, truly, truly, I say it to you. He says what? The emphasis. He says, hold on. Let me tell you something. I want to give you an assurance. Let me give you some heavenly wisdom. Your ears ought to be perfect. Your eyes ought to be what? Bright, wide opened. What is it? Well, like my daughter, sometimes when she says, I want to tell you something, daddy. I want to tell you something, mommy. I want to tell you something. He says, go ahead and speak, honey. I want to tell you something. Preference that with God is Hey, pay attention. What is it? Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now there's a gap between you believing and you having it. But God is saying you ought to have that in your heart. That believe that you have it and walk away in gratitude, in thanksgiving, in assurance that this too shall pass. Is it pretty clear? Now let me give you a tactic to really undergird this stuff. It means that when you have a problem, you come and talk to God about it. One time, maybe two or three times, and then you switch to thanking God. But I thank you that you heard my prayer. I thank you that this situation, it will not stay, that you are working on it. I thank you that you're causing breakthrough to come my way. I thank you. I thank you that this bill that I have that you're making away. I think <laughs> you come and say, God help me pay this bill. God help me get it. God help me be well. God help me be able to get a job. Help me help my family go to you come and you lay before the throne of grace one time, maybe two times, but a third time and on, you switch to what? Thanking God that has heard you and he's answering your prayer. So you can live in a zone of thanksgiving. And God is saying, he says this, he says this, you, you, are, you, you believe, you believe that God's doing that. And when you believe that somebody is doing something, God is going to do something for you. What? You're grateful, aren't you? It switches from worry to grateful expectation. Right? God wants you to live the miracle. Live in the miracle before it actually comes in. And it comes when you are grateful that God's heard me. God knows all about my situation. 
So gratitude <coughs> is a great cause of miracles. Thanksgiving causes what? Miracles. You're sad, you're miserable, you're worried, you're afraid. You take a moment and you give thanks to Almighty God. Guess what? Worry evaporates. Fear lifts up. Gloom dissipates. Faith increases. Hope rises. Joy lifts up. Amen. Encouragement is built up. Life begins again. Live a life of continuous gratitude. And when you do that, the Bible says, you'll be like a tree planted by a river bank whose roots go deep down into the waters. You're not bothered by the heat. You're not worried by months of drought. Your leaves are always green and you will never stop producing fruit. Has God spoken to you? Why don't we give him a heart of praise and thanksgiving? Will you do that? Praise God. Give God praise. And then bow your heads. Let's pray. God, today we thank you for your word that is eternal. Your word that is life. Oh, you are a good God. We ask that now, even as we sit before you, create in us a heart of gratitude. A heart of thanksgiving that each of us We'll be in that zone. No matter what it is, we are able to give thanks to you in all circumstances. Because this is a privileged place you've given to us. Help us, Lord God, to absorb the truth that when we are in a grateful mood, we are better people. Ready to live full with you and with one another. And so enhance our relationship vertically with you and horizontally with one another. Oh God, you've taught us today that gratitude defeats the devil. Don't let us buy into the lie of the enemy. Don't let us make it easy for the enemy to harass our life. Give us the weapon to defeat the enemy, the weapon of thanksgiving, to come down on the enemy's lies, his threats, his tools of envy and pride and bitterness and worry and fear with a grateful heart. Pump our hearts this morning with gratitude, oh God. For the gratitude causes miracles. Increase our faith with gratitude. Lord God Almighty, we are able to pray with thanksgiving, knowing that you are God who does what you say you will. Increase our faith, Lord God Almighty, to believe in you that no matter what is going on in our lives, that you will make a way that we'll receive your peace that surpasses all understanding. And help us, Lord God, to live in your example, just as you did at the tombstone of Lazarus that will receive miracles in our lives from thanksgiving even when tears are running down our cheeks that you propel our lives to lift our hearts up from whence cometh our help our help comes from you O oh God I pray for everyone in the sound of my voice who is going through hardship difficulty a season of worry or fear harassment anxiety bitterness the father you fled your heart with gratitude you filled your, you pumped your heart with the joy of the lord you give them oh god my lord hope in you and confidence in you help them to trust in you oh god my lord that nothing is impossible for my god for to lift your people from hardship 
to victory. Lift your people from fears to one of confidence in you. Lift your people, Lord God Almighty, from difficulties to victory. Lift your people, oh God, my Lord, that through our lips we are singing and thanking you, oh God, living in that place of expectation that God is going to do something better in my life. Oh God, your peace that surpasses all understanding, let it fill every heart, fill every heart right now in Jesus' name. God, you who are in the business of rolling stones away, I pray right now that you roll stones away. Stone of death, roll it away in Jesus' name. Every stone of sickness, roll it away in Jesus' name. Every stone of relationship difficulty, roll that stone away in the name of Jesus. Every stone of spiritual problems, oh God, my where the enemy is in charge, control, messing lives up. Roll that stone, roll that stone, God, my Lord, oh God, of demonic harassment in the name of Jesus. Break down walls and curses in life. Just as God, my Lord, you roll the stone of Lazarus away and call him out from the dead to life. Call your people out, Lord God Almighty, into life and into your divine purpose. We thank you for victory, for healing, for breakthrough. In Jesus' name, amen. Pray with me, oh God, help me this week to honor you with an attitude of gratitude. And help me, Lord, to exercise gratitude in all my relationships. That I'll be a builder and not a divider. Lord, help me to defeat the devil with thanksgiving this week and for the rest of my life. And burst forth miracles in my life. Oh God, today I open my life to you may not understand it all but I put my faith in you I trust you and I give you a chance in my life to control everything forgive me of all my sins by your blood you shed for me I want to know you I receive your love and your salvation and when my time here on earth is done, I want to see you face to face and be with you forever in heaven. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Live thankfully. God bless you.